Hello and welcome listeners to the inaugural episode of Don't Forget Your Towel, a podcast exploring the wide and wonderful world of tabletop RPGs. To start off, we're tackling one of the most popular RPGs in the world, Dungeons and Dragons, also known as D&D. D&D is an RPG set in a fantasy realm with dragons and elves and all sorts of other creatures. It's kind of like the gateway drug of the RPG world. Before we start, I should mention that we take a few liberties with the rules for narrative purposes. Regardless, we do hope you enjoy. And most importantly, don't forget your towel. Weary travellers they be, on land and or sea, no place to call their home. And they You're tuning into Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your DM, Azul, and today we're going to be recording our inaugural episode. Um, I'll just go around the table introducing our brilliant and awesome players. Um, starting from our left, we've got the excellent Erin. Hi, I'm Erin. I'm an actor, writer, and voice artist. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Erin O'Flaherty, performer, writer. Then we've got the impeccable Isabel. Ah. Hi, uh, this is Isabel. I am an actress and I like movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, not a lot of people do. <laughs> it's a really niche hobby there. Um, I have an Instagram, Isabel on Insta. And uh, I also have a Facebook page, Isabel Cohen, um, but I don't really use it. Most of my stuff gets posted on Instagram. And then we have Jovial, the Jovial James. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is James. I'm an actor and an audio describer. And I'm just really, I'm just really pleased to be here. All right. Aww. Get off my back. <laughs> Get off my back about it. Um, yeah. Uh, if you like the sounds of my sultry baritone, you can find more of it on the podcast Danger Team Go at Danger Team Go on Instagram. Danger Team Go on Facebook, and it's on Spotify, Apple, Apple Business, iHeartRadio, blah, 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 blah. That's where you can find it. So, check it out. Yeah, it's an amazing actual paper card. Get out of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the magnificent Michael. Oh, magnificent. Uh, yeah, hello, my name's Michael. I'm a voiceover guy, uh, and I like D&D and fantasy and stuff. <laughs> um, if you want to... Find my uh, <laughs> voice work or use my voice services. You can find me at www.michaelwhitemanvo.com um, or michaelwhitemanvo on Facebook. Brilliant. Thank you all. So we're going to go around again and introduce your characters and give us a bit of detail about them. Just uh, interesting facts, some fun details. Um, who wants to go first? I will pick someone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you start, Michael? All right. Um, I'll be playing uh, Karima, who is a total wizard. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Tortle's kind of like a humanoid uh, turtle person. So he's kind of like a nomad character. His whole um, aspirations revolve around finding new things and kind of discovering new cultures. He's a very curious uh, person wanting to explore. Um, he looks kind of like he's got, 
he's from like a desert kind of environment. So he's got like um, kind of reds and yellow cloth fabrics around a, a big shell on his back. Uh, he carries a uh, wooden staff with an orb that's filled with sand. Karima sounds like this. Um, hello. <laughs> uh, need some wizardry? I'm here. Well, that's interesting. Tell me more. Yeah. Really <laughs> So I understand uh, Karima, and, uh, Karima and James's characters are friends. How did you guys meet? Do you want to go into that a bit? Yeah. Um, so uh, we met um, when he came off his ship uh, in the port town of uh, Shaman Dog. Um, <laughs> uh, the hitty town of Shaman Dog. Uh, and um, I, my character was like, ah, oh, great, you have a ship. And he's like, no, I, I don't. I've got to do something awesome. I've got a, I've got a task to do. Um, and my character's curiosity, we formed a friendship and we're taking it from there. That's amazing. Yeah, probably been together like, been, like working for about three months, I think. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. In that case, James, do you want to... My character's name is Prospero Peppercorn Pickles. He's a half-orc rogue, and uh, he belongs to a a fleet of nomadic ships, about, about 12 ships, that roam the waters surrounding the Sword Coast called the Golden Fleet. Um, and every member of the Golden Fleet, at a certain time of their lives, uh, gets the chance to um, acquire a ship of their own that will also become part of the fleet, and... Prospero is on that mission at the moment with the help of Karima. So he just has to he has to go out to the mainland, do something of note, and then when he returns, he will either be deemed worthy of his own ship or not. Um, so yeah, and he sounds a little bit like this. Hello, Prospero Pickles here. Let's mm, slice something in twain. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Going onwards to Isabel. I will be playing a halfling named Coral. Uh, she is a monk and she worships the god Sylvanus of nature. Uh, she is currently on a missions trip. Uh, she ran into Ada and uh, she thought that Ada could use a little bit of guidance towards the god of Sylvanus. So she's following her around in order to hopefully uh, lead her to the right path and also help to spread awareness of the importance of environmentalism around the world. And um, her voice. Her voice sounds a little bit like this. Um, the forest is the most important thing, and you will all worship Sylvanus eventually. I have faith. Awesome. And Coral, I understand you're friends with Ada from before as well. Do you want to tell us how you guys met? Um, yes. Yeah, so I was forced out of my temple, unfortunately. It's something that we all have to do uh, in order to go and spread the message of Sylvanus and the importance of looking after our nature. And I ran into Ada. We have some similar values, but, you know, she is looking to find herself and, and her soul. And I think that her soul she will find with Sylvanus. So I am hoping to help her on her quest. Um, she seems to go to a lot of unsavory places, but, you know, such is life. We have to do what we have to do in order to help serve Sylvanus. Awesome. And Erin. Hello, Erin here again. Um, I am playing an elven paladin named Ada Dorona. 
Um, she's a fairly young elf. She's about 90 or so, and she is from Silvery Moon, I've just decided. Um, <laughs> she and her family serve the god Helm, um, protecting law and order and um, serving those not strong enough to protect themselves. Um, so she very much believes in law, um, but she's also looking for a deeper meaning in life. Um, she has dyed her hair black and tends to wear like a bit of a fringe like over her eyes and she wears a black turtleneck. She's painted her nails black. She's got like black makeup on. Black really expresses her soul and she's looking to be an artist and in order to be the best artist that she can be, she needs to like feel things really intensely and she just thought that her home was like way too boring way too restrictive her mom's always asking her to like you know do her paladin duties or whatever and she's just like mom i'm trying to work on my art right relatable <laughs> <laughs> so uh my understanding is that elves consider dyeing your hair black at the, at the very most quite a blasphemous thing how, how has ada dealt with that in the past yeah, um, mostly she doesn't care because she quite enjoys being different from the rest of the elves. Um, she she kind of feels a bit of like an outsider um, and she's pretty cool with that. Like she thinks that she's special. Right. Yeah, like she, like her soul is way deeper than everyone else's. Um, going back briefly to Prospero, I understand yes. Prospero is on a mission of some sort. Do you want to tell us a bit about this mission, Prospero? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, to gain some notoriety a around his name to to be able to get his own ship. He doesn't have his own ship yet, but the Golden Fleet is um, is often about doing their thing as they usually do, traveling the seas. And when they meet up again, hopefully Prospero has has done something which will um, mean he gets his own ship. He gets the captain his own ship. Um, he's sort of searching for that thing at the moment. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so without further ado, we're going to start. But I, but first, I so we've got a table of four, and I think three of you have played D and D before, and one has not. Um, so how are we feeling about D and D, guys? <laughs> I'm ready to pop my D and D cherry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so. Much like many journeys start, you're making your way just as you are, the four of you, down a random path in a random location of Faerun. You don't know where you're going or what you're looking for, but you do know that something is going to find you, perhaps. And that's what, at, least, at the very least, Prospero and Karima are hoping for. Um, I, I would hope, I would imagine the two of you are hoping for some excitement as well. Um, yeah, excitement. That's my middle name. I don't really like excitement, actually, but, well, such is life. You actually see Karima, like, staring at his orb of sand, going, Ah, yes, a random path on a random place in Faerun. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just staring at And so the journey began. <laughs> yeah. Are we in some sort of carriage, some sort of horse-drawn carriage, maybe some sort of... Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uber, Uber carriage? Uber. <laughs> sure, um, yeah. I'm, I'm on the roof sort of my my long embroidered cloak billowing in the wind the the plush feather in my wide brimmed hat sort of rustling and i'm i'm on on the roof with my hands on my hips and i go 
Do you smell that cream, old friend? That's the smell of adventure. Kareem is kind of like immersed in his sand. He goes, Oh, uh, uh, pot, come again. I said, you smell that cream, old friend. That's the smell of adventure. Ah, my. We have come across new lands, I fear. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'm confused. What does adventure smell like exactly? Well, it could smell like a variety of things there. Okay, tell me more. Well, uh, I mean, I smell uh, roses. Uh, that's roses. different to where we were before, sir. So. Uh, yes, I smell roses, and uh, it smells quite good, I think. Don't you think, yes. Prospero? It's a sweet scent of intrigue. Stick your head out the window, Ada, friend. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ada sticks her head out the window. Uh, yeah, it's it's cold. I mean, it's, it's a breeze, and you mm-hmm. smell Sylvanas's like Sylvanas. Oh, it's disgusting. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's that's quite peculiar. You you don't like the smell, and yet you enjoy not liking it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Karima's like a little bit like. Wow. <laughs> this is something new for Karima. It's just like yeah. quite interesting. Um, so while this is going along, um, the Uber horse driver, I suppose, he's not particularly happy. Um, he was riled into this because you said that you'd pay him handsomely. Um, all he had to do is uh, take you to the first location that you come across. And then you chose a random path and a random road. <laughs> and he's been basically driving you guys for like a couple of days now with no like luck there's oh been God. no towns or anything like that and since you paid him up front he can't really complain because regardless of how long it takes he, he's already been paid and you can't ask for more either can his name be Uberion? Uberion is quite unhappy he's grumbling under his voice like, Come on, huh? Uberion! Friend! I'm going to give you such a good rating Ah. With your bosses, I assume you have bosses? I'm self-employed. Oh, I think you're great. Ha ha ha! do you know what I think? Do I want to know? I think you need to smell the roses, Uberion. I think that's what you ah. <laughs> Smell Sylvanas' glory, Uberion. Uberion, can I ask you, what's life like as a carriage driver? Is it really hard? Is there lots of suffering in your life? You hear a very loud and very deep sigh, and he just does not respond to you. Okay, I'm gonna put you down as suffering. Um, so, after a while, probably um, around noonish, you finally see a couple of meters away, I suppose, uh, around 200, 300 feet away, you see a large, tall stone wall surrounding what looks like this large area. You can't see exactly what it's surrounding, but you definitely see like a large stone wall. Um, in the middle of the stone wall, you see a huge tower rising up right in the middle. And on the four faces of the tower at the very top, you see large clock faces. Uh, the surrounding area itself around this wall are, is essentially wilderness. Um, I suppose Coral is quite happy by this wilderness. Um, it's, it's trees all around, uh, but not really inviting sort of trees. They are trees that, are, that seem somewhat warped. Um, it's almost like a gust of wind erupted from within and the trees are all warped ag- away from the walls. And it's almost like they're growing away as if the sunlight was around, but not within the walls. Is it like this construction like... 
is disrupting the nature kind of thing. That's a valid conclusion. Um, I'm not going to say if that is what's happening, but it's certainly, um, that's certainly, yeah, it, it, it appears that way. It appears like something from within the tower is causing the trees to grow outwards, if that makes sense. Oh my God, it's so cool. Guys, we have to go check it out. This place is against the old father tree. We cannot go in here. This is a bad place. What yeah. in the nine hells hath wrought the trees to grow in such an unnatural manner? Let me consult my orb. Uh, and can I, um, because I'm a divination wizard, yep. I get portent? Am I able to yeah, roll my portent dice? By all means, go for it. All right, cool. Oh, I got a 20. Uh, <laughs> is that a nat 20? <laughs> yeah, I got a nat 20 for one Damn, of Damn, first roll. Yeah. And a 16. So 20 and a 16. Um, I'll note them down. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, you just see uh, Karima just kind of staring into his uh, sand and go, oh, that's that's good to know, isn't it? Hmm. And just keeps what he sees to himself. <laughs> I'm going to throw you a bone, Karima. And I yeah. think well, while looking into your orb, you see the sand. Is it filled with sand? Or Yeah, it's like half filled with um, sand and it kind of swirls. So the swirling sand, for a moment you feel like the swirling sand um, takes the shape of what looks like, you can't be certain, but it looks like a clock face. Hmm. Very peculiar. The, uh, the orb speaks of this structure in front of us. I believe our journey begins here. Okay, so we're, we're checking out the, like, cool tree, right? Yeah, at this point, you, uh, Karima's already getting out of the car. Uh, <laughs> Don't like this, Karima! <laughs> the driver's more than happy. He's already, uh, like, unpacked your luggage and put it out. <laughs> He's, like, waiting to, like, run away. Carl, you seem a little bit perturbed. This is a bad place. We shouldn't be going in here. If it's a bad place, this is exactly where we should be. Yes, I often find that facing your fears is character building, Carl. Coral, don't be such a stick in the mud. There's going to be cool stuff here. Indeed, Coral, we have strength in numbers. There's nothing to worry about. But, you know, if you want to be the person who just sits in the cart and does nothing while we get glorious amounts of treasure and, you know, discover the secrets of the world, then you can. I mean, I'm not going to stop. I love the peer pressure here. Uberion's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can see him light up whenever somebody says we'll leave and then suddenly oh. just like mid holding a suitcase like oh. yeah he, he, he was like yes your Berion won't mind at all and <laughs> he seems like the type who would do the exact same thing Berion's just shaking his head frantically with his eyes wide I don't need treasure or secrets but I suppose there are safety in numbers as long as you stay in front of me that's the spirit. Come along now. Smell those roses. Ada tries to smell some something. Does she smell anything different? She does. She she smells something almost sweet. It's almost like a tinge of sweetness. Oh, it's even worse. And this time it's not cool. How? <laughs> Poor Ada. Karima just has like, you know, like long turtleneck, just kind of like outstretched and just like free examining you in like a this is a new experience to karima i believe (laughs) contradictory statements yes because karima can smell the sweetness as well all of you can the flowers around you at least this far away the nature seems totally fine and beckoning in fact for you coral um so really this should be quite a nice location except for what ada said which concerns i mean it's odd that ada's quite (laughs) not liking of this smell but there you have it 
I just reject anything that's stereotypically feminine. I refuse to be put in that box. Well, you know, as they say in the old kingdom of Avalovlea, you do you, honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine you're heading towards this town despite Coral's um, please. Let's go, Coral. Let's go, Coral. You can do it. You're the best. <laughs> Coral lags behind because her legs are about half the size of everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine Karima and Prospero are actually just like, this is our grand adventure. <laughs> Let's go, Coral. Let's go. Yeah, it's like the Prospero Karima marching bands yeah. with lots ah, of yes. arm movement. Elbows arm movement, yes. And, uh, Smelling the roses. Uh, heads tilted high upwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noble quest. Yeah. Yes, noble quest. A- Ada is not um, joining in the march, but she is looking around, like, pretty excited to be here. Just like, yeah, cool. Whatevs. And how about you, Coral? Just trying to catch up. Coral is almost running, trying to make sure that she doesn't get left behind. <laughs> oh, Coral. <laughs> Um, as you near this city or town or village, you can't tell. Again, the walls just stop you from seeing anything inside. You notice that there is a gate. Um, and this gate is made of metal, like a grilled metal gate. Um, which is essentially like any other grilled metal gate, except for the fact that in the middle of this gate is a large circle. And this circle has two hands and 12 numbers around it. Um... It looks like a clock, basically. Uh, it, it's war- The hands are warped slightly, just like a squiggly hand. It's not your cliched straight hand. It's a bit of a squiggly hand. In front, you see a figure standing with a pike, um, holding it up high and just much like the two of you, Karima and Prospero, looking up um, away from you and towards this, what looks like the sun, really, um, just still and awaiting. What do you do? Ah, hi-ho, adventure, off we go, there we go, ah, yes, hello, hello, good morrow, sir slash madam. Ah, hello, who are you? We are a group of likely travellers. Are you thieves? No. Please don't steal things, we've got enough problems here. Oh, Karima, did you hear that? Coral. Here, he's a pike, this pike can hurt you. Um, it looks... Would you mind, um, telling me about your suffering? I'm suffering a lot because of having to stay here with a pike and the four of you. Please go. Oh. We're, we're fine. We're only plagued by thieves every... every. It doesn't matter. We're fine. I was hoping for something a little more emotionally complex. I hurt every day. Does that <laughs> does that help oh, with your... Oh, that's good. I like that. Will you leave now? I well, hurt every day. Troubled. Troubled, uh... Is it a, so is it a man or a woman? It is a man. So um, you can tell from close by. So he, he he's quite a lanky looking tall dude, around six feet, um, dark skinned. And he's trembling. He's literally trembling in his boots. Um, he's got uh, black hair and he's got a visor kind of thing. But it's it's not like your full helmet kind of visor. It's almost like he's quickly put on some straps of armor. Like his, his left hand has armor, but his right hand doesn't. His chest plate is basically hanging loose off of him. Um, he's got boots, but they don't seem to be particularly the size for him, his small feet. Well, uh, a young troubled man, perhaps we could help. We're well-equipped set of adventurers, you might say. Oh, you're, ad- you're, you're adventurers. Well, you could have, could, have, could have said that before. You didn't need to scare me. I thought you were thieves. Well, uh, <laughs> well, you've got to give us some time to, you know, 
take it all in. No, 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 you, you don't understand. If you're coming here, time is of utmost importance. Can't you see? And he points to the gate with the clock on it. Hmm. Hey, that's cool. Um, Ada pulls out a sketch pad and starts drawing the clock face. Could I ask uh, what your passive perception is, by the way? 16 for Prospero. Oh my goodness. 14. 12. Um, so Prospero, you hear, or you swear you can hear, what sounds like a shout coming from inside? As in, from inside the walls. Cowardly guard! <laughs> he kind of like winces, but like goes, Eep. Do you hear that noise? No. Someone's in trouble. No. I don't hear anything. Yes. My cat-like hearing hears everything. What did you hear, Prospero? Some sort of cries. We must get through this door. And I, uh... Do we have to? Do There's I have crying to? crying inside. We can hear you! I yell, I, I yell at the door. <laughs> I can hear your screams! Uh, at this point, um, I want to... Karima wants to step forward and, like, look at this door. Is it magical? This, uh, like clock face door right um looking closer so the gate itself it's it's metal you can tell it's metal it's painted black uh there's there's a number of spots that are rusting um it doesn't look like it's magical there's a latch uh it doesn't ha- it doesn't even have any chains it's just a latch door like a latch gate okay and i think you you know without like having to spend much time thinking that you could just push the gate open and it would open Ah, I've solved the riddle here, and I, <laughs> I, I, I should open. <laughs> ah, yes, clever Big brain. <laughs> um, at this, the guard just jumps up in shock, really, and turns to you and says, "No, p- please don't leave. I, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to keep people from going inside. My name is Gate, after all, like Anthony Gate, and and Anthony Gate was supposed to. I mean, I was supposed to stop anyone from coming inside. Well, you did a very good job." I'll be sure to pass on the word now. Come along. <laughs> Let's go to the screams. He's just as as you do. Do all of you follow? Firstly, yes. Yes. I'm following. Wait, wait, wait for me. Wait for me. Wait for me. <laughs> yeah, you see the door slowly closing, and Carl's like, "Please, <laughs> please, wait, please. wait for me." <laughs> From behind you, you can hear Anthony. Uh, Anthony's screams. He's just shouting. Anthony Gates stopped you. Tell them Anthony Gates stopped you. <laughs> Um, but otherwise, he doesn't seem to care enough to follow you, <laughs> at the very least. We solved your time-themed gates puzzle. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think it means? I think it's a representation of the imminent mortality of all of us. That certainly <laughs> is a perspective, and you could be that. Well, I, su- I suppose we'll find out, won't we? I guess the answer may present itself in due time. <laughs> may, may I uh, propose to blow your mind? Yes. I saw the image of a clock in my sphere of sand. <gasps> oh my god. What does that mean? Well, you know, up for interpretation. But, you know, uh, someone was screaming, so... It means we were meant to be here. This is the place where we find our souls. I think my soul is in my body at the moment. Well, that's lame. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Do I can I can I can I hear can I hear can I make a perception can I, can I determine the, the direction of in which these screams audible yes. audible screams is anyone else listening for this as well? Sure. I will I will also I think, listen. I think I'm not I think yeah. I'm pondering the, that's, what that's she was fair. saying. Yep, I will also listen. What does that mean? Carl got a natural 20. Oh, oh a damn girl. Damn, that's your first 
is that your first D and D roll, <gasps> and you got the best roll you that's can get? A, that's oh a my good god! Now that, we'll do a I think right I now. might be amazing <laughs> at this. <laughs> you heard it here first, listeners. This is Val's first roll, and that twenty. Um, yeah, no, that's that's an amazing roll. What did uh, what did you get? I got a ten. You got a ten. That's yeah. not an amazing roll. Yeah. Twelve. A twelve. Um, lame. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> you you noobs. You noobs. <laughs> so um, you can tell that the voices, the the shouting, is definitely coming from towards the middle of the uh, village. Um, I I should mention that firstly, when you actually go through the gates, the first thing you see is that. Um, the town is much smaller than the actual width or the circumference of the actual wall. In fact, while you're inside, the town's actually 20 meters away from you, around 70, 80 feet from you. Um, and the nearest building, which is a large cottage, has some smoke coming from one of, one of its chimneys. It has two chimneys. Why? No one knows. There's a lot of cottages around as well and a lot of buildings. They all seem to be made from stone or brick or that sort of thing. Obviously, you can see the clock tower that I mentioned earlier before as well. It's at the very middle of the walls. And the buildings of the town seem to be surrounding this clock tower in concentric circles. And the voices, uh, Coral, are coming from within the town, like, that direction inside essentially what are the voices saying yes so because you rolled a nat 20 <laughs> oh, um, oh my god <laughs> you you can't make out every word it says but you definitely hear one word you hear the word chrono being shouted chrono i hear they're saying chrono chrono hmm, chrono from like arcane or history knowledge would i know uh, anything about that could you give me a roll please uh, yeah. arcana if arcana you, yep or history, depending on what you want. I know you rolled, but you can choose the highest if you wish. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. Yes. So, Krona is definitely a familiar name to you, Karima. Um, often that's a name referring to a god, a god of time. Also, it's a name referring to uh, chronomancers, which are like wizards of like time magic and that sort of thing. So, there's no you can't narrow down what it's referring to, but it's definitely a familiar name for you. Okay. Is it kind of like a rare thing or? Uh, you haven't, in your travels, you haven't actually come across anyone, any time wizards, as they say. They're mythical, like, wizards. Yeah. It's not really a common... It's like legends. Yeah. It's not necessarily a common, uh, class, I suppose. At the word, then you see Karima spark up and say, um, uh, Chrono, what did you say? Chrono. I hear Chrono. Chrono, Chrono. Ah, it's, uh, like a, a form of time magic, uh... I'll probably hence all the clock imagery. Uh, <laughs> mm. Of course, the time-themed village. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it might be a bit obvious, but quite fascinating. I've... Still could be a mortality thing, though, just saying, you know. It could be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm certainly curious. Uh, where did you hear it coming from? From inside the village. I can hear them yelling. Quick, Coral, lead us there like a dog. Oh, oh, okay. Away, Coral, at top speed. <laughs> Coral starts running frantically, but she's only going at walking speed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Karima and I assume for are both like running like beside like her, spot. like with, with fast energy. Yeah. With fast energy. Yeah. You're doing great, Coral. Coral looks like a chihuahua trying to get <laughs> after a bone. Fetch, Coral. Well, that's rude. <laughs> for starters. 
Um, so as you actually enter the town, the outskirts of the town at least, you notice that the architecture of the town with its flagstone building, uh, sorry, flagstone parts and brick buildings uh, is quite neat. It's unlike most other towns we've seen, which have been just like Wattlendorf, that sort of thing. It, it seems like there's been a lot of money put into the town, essentially. Um, you recognize some of the many guild signs on the buildings as well. There's a few such as a tipped tankard, an anvil, a mortar and pestle, that sort of thing. But some of them you don't recognize, like there's one with a clock face and you're like what does that mean no one knows um if nothing else everything around you at the very least looks quite neat and it doesn't look like a lot of people live here because you can't really see a lot of people i would i would go as far as to say that it's probably the cleanest town you've been to in a while like the towns you've been to or like the the cities you've been to before neverwinter uh, waterdeep clean is really not in the vocabulary of the people who live there but this is quite clean and tidy um, that's the first thing you notice, really. And the second thing you notice is a huge pink sheep run past you. And very soon afterwards, it's followed by a mob of people all shouting, Stop, Chrono! Chrono, stop! Come back! Um, what on earth? Were those the voices you heard, Coral? Um, yes? Can I cast a spell on the sheep? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would like to cast Maximilian's Earth, earth and Grass. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, on the on the sheep. Uh, so how that... big? How big? How big is this sheep? It's like quite big. It's not a huge sheep, but it's a very well fed sheep. You can tell. Ah. Like it's, it's very chunky. It's and a chubby it's boy. Could it's I... pink. It's a very bright, bright pink. Try to ride the sheep. Oh yeah, leap onto it. I'm also. I wasn't that phased by the pink sheep thing. I was like, I've seen pink sheep before. Oh yeah, just, just casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to try and catch it with this Yes, uh, I believe so. So it's a, the, the sheep needs to make a strength saving throw. DC 14. <laughs> <laughs> that sheep's going down. Yeah. You accidentally just squeeze the life out of the I, sheep. Yeah, I don't actually... Oh, it does do damage. I didn't... Too late. Too late. Uh, the sheep rolled an 18. Oh, okay. No yeah, so uh, you see you see Karima, like, the sand, like, comes out of his stuff and, like, forms this, like, earthen hand that comes out and tries to catch the sheep. Yeah, so so what happens is that the earthen hand seems to catch the sheep, and it so you, in your infinite wisdom, yeah. uh, make the hands come in front of the sheep, so it's not behind, it's yeah, not yeah, at the yeah. sheep, because it's trying running, Trying to anticipate right? where it's yeah. going to be. And the sheep just just amazing just jumps through that hoop of a sand loop he's just like ah! <laughs> oh my oh goodness me yeah and you just see karima like we're kind of butthurt yeah if <laughs> i think karima if if you didn't know better you could almost it's almost like the sheep had like a almost like a very noble look as it's just jumping through oh. um almost like it's quite enjoying this spectacle um okay yeah. cool prospero throw me onto the sheep here I go! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to throw you onto the sheep? Rolls. <laughs> so in this case, it would be Prospero rolling I, a strength. I, I consensually grab Coral. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to toss her towards this noble sheep. Cool. Prospero, could you roll me an athletics? And uh, Coral, could you roll me a acrobatics, please? Athletics for Prospero is uh, 14. 14? 14. 14. Okay. I can't wait to see <laughs> <laughs> Halflings flying through the air. Okay, so I rolled 10 and then I've got a 6. Wow. Yeah. So 16. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll say that it's a success on both your parts. So please, please describe this to me. Like, how do you throw this uh, halfling? <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, after Coral says, Prospero, throw me. I say, let's do it without thinking. I was like, 
yes, exactly what I was thinking. And I, I grab, <laughs> I grab uh, Coral sort of underneath in the armpits, just like get a good grip and then toss her towards the sheep as it crashes through um, Karima's sandy hands. So, so once you leave, like, fly! <laughs> Coral lands directly onto the body of the sheep with uh, her legs splayed out on either side and grabs it by the horns and clings on for dear life. Yeah, and to you two, to, to um, Karima and actually even Prospero and Ada, it looks like quite a marvelous spectacle, really. Just as the sheep, yeah. this like bright pink sheep jumps through your sand hands, suddenly you see a halfling just big <laughs> rocketing past the, um, yeah, <laughs> the hands as well. And it's, it's almost like a, a, like a halfling bullet just kind of grabs <laughs> onto the sheep's uh, horns. And then suddenly I knew the she sheep, shouldn't have stayed in the car. <laughs> the sheep and the halfling just rotate slightly. <laughs> <laughs> like a few times and suddenly like come to a halt like a thud on the ground fortunately on uh, the sheep's legs so you're fine uh, Coral and the sheep just goes bah! <laughs> <laughs> Coral that was so cool this is too much adventure for a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> so th- the mob seems to be surrounding Coral at the moment and the sheep um, they seem to have quietened down and they're just like laughing now really the cr- the group the crew who were chasing the sheep are yeah I walk over now that's how you catch a sheep <laughs> yeah you see Karima like walk past his earthen hand like suck it back into a star and just and just go uh, yes very nicely done very nicely done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. just casually just yeah, hide the yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Coral dismounts uh, from the sheep still holding on to the horns though just in case. <laughs> um, the sheep seems quite subservient at the moment. Um, it's just like trying to eat some grass on the ground, essentially. Um, you don't really know if pink sheeps eat grass because they're pink, but it's eating grass. And uh, a man walks up to you. He has blonde hair and he's a halfling as well. And he's he says, thank you. Thank you so much for this. We've been trying to chase down Krona all day. And with all these, with all the thefts going around we really had not much time to do this thank you so much uh, who may you be by the way oh uh, my name is coral uh, and uh, this is my friend ada uh, and we've got uh, karima and prospero here why were you trying to chase this sheep well it was running away from us generally we chase things that are running away from us also the sheep belongs in that tower over there and he points at the um, clock tower ah yes and the sheep whose name is chrono and is in the clock tower now can you tell me the significance of that please um is it mortality (laughs) Uh, chrono being the uh, god of time uh, do you have any time wizards here yes we do he lives in the tower as well with the sheep (laughs) no this is the time wizard Good lord! Uh, can I see if he's lying? This guy crazy. Uh, yeah, roll, yeah. Roll insight. insight. I, could I do an insight check as yes. well? Uh, that would be plus two. I got a nine. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you know, he seems quite sincere to both of you. He doesn't seem to have any obvious ticks of lying, mm. and he he seems genuinely happy that you've uh, caught Chrono, um, the sheep. And he he's honestly like right after explaining this, he goes about shaking all of your hands very thoroughly, like slightly more thorough than you would appreciate but he seems happy and he's grinning and he's just thanking you all how can this a sheep be a time wizard what is this some sort of polymorph or uh, 
uh, I don't follow you. Well, we don't we don't know. See, we opened the door this morning and then the sheep ran out. And we can just only assume that this is the time wizard, uh, Chrono. Wait, wait, wait. So... Chrono the time wizard. You opened the... This is the... Chrono. You opened... Chrono. <laughs> Let my friend speak! <laughs> <laughs> As you wish, dear adventurers, of course. By the way, this is Chrono the time sheep. <laughs> Wow, thanks, Prospero. That was really cool of you. Um, You're welcome. So... You could have done it yourself. Girl power. <laughs> Don't box me in. <laughs> Understood. I hang my head. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. You opened the door, and a pink sheep ran out, and you just assumed this was your time wizard. Oh, no, no, no. We didn't assume. We know this is our time wizard, Chrono. How do you know? Chrono? Do you want to say hello? The sheep doesn't really say anything. In fact, what it does say is... Bah! I think these people are crazy. Um, I'm sorry, I'm right here. <laughs> as are the people. Well, it, it could be a time wizard. Thank you. See, have some faith. Well, I, I was actually really interested in studying your mental illness. Um, could you tell me what are some of its other symptoms? There, there are no symptoms. This is a sheep, but also a time wizard. And I am completely fine, by the way. And suddenly he bursts into tears. Okay, so depression and delusion. <laughs> At this point you see, like, Karima, like, taps his bulb and it, like, lights up like a light bulb. Uh, and he's just going to go up and, like, <laughs> shine it on the guy and, like, see if, like, I'm looking into his pupils. Does he look like he's... He's, he's bawling his eyes out and he's crying. Oh, okay. And seeing this, he just, like, stands up again and says, I'm so sorry. It's just we've had a lot of thefts recently and, and I we can't deal with it. Our clocks are gone. And here, have some coin. I'll come talk to you later. Let me just return the time wizard. Wait. To where he belongs. How does that make you feel? I'll go with you. Goral runs after him, feeling a lot of halfling solidarity. Um, he gives you a pouch of uh, coins, by the way. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't really necessary. Uh, Prospero. Uh, yes! Uh, something very strange is happening here. What happened? Uh, well, the, these people are emotionally very turbulent, and they think that sheep is a time wizard, and he just gave me money. I think they're in some sort of need. Excellent. Coral, find out about the clock kleptomaniacs. Coral waves back dismissively, not wanting to, uh, wanting to show solidarity with the other halfling more so than <laughs> Prospero at the moment. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> so the other halfling, he has his hand, like left hand around the sheep and is basically walking through the town. Um, in fact, you do notice now finally that the crowds kind of disperse. That it's it seems like a normal town. There's children playing games like hopscotch, that sort of thing. You can hear all of you actually can hear a faint melody of a bard singing song somewhere. Um, the only odd thing seems to be that most, if not all, the time people seem to be quite sad. Their faces are just dull, and they're looking down while they're walking. They don't seem to be talking with one another. Wait, Everybody's... what about the children? Are they sad? No, they're just oh, playing. Okay. Um, the townspeople themselves, like the non-childish townspeople, are just quite sad. Their faces are downturned, they seem unfocused, they're just walking around. Um, everybody seems to be almost like machinations in terms of going about their duties just as they are, without much cause or um, passion, I, su I suppose. If I was to like scan the crowd, is there anyone who looks like they that might not be affecting them? Like... 
Um, there are a few people who seem relatively okay, but no one seems to be laughing or smiling, if that's what you're asking. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Apart from the kids, as, as I said. Sure. Um, so, Coral, you're walking beside these, this man um, with the sheep. Um, he's just, he's kind of, he's, he's a bit better now in terms of his uh, tears. He's still sobbing, but no longer are there tears just rolling down his face. Worshipping Chrono doesn't seem to be working out very well for your village, has it? Oh, oh, no, no, we don't worship Chrono. It's just that this town was, uh, well, I mean, I, 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 we don't worship Chrono. I don't know what to say. Is he keeping you captive? No, no, this is just a town. We like clocks. A lot of us like clocks. And now they're gone. Isn't there a big clock in the middle of the city? We only have two clocks remaining. The clock in the city and one with one of my friends. And it's only a matter of time before they get stolen too. And there's nothing we can do about it. So the thieves that come by, they're just stealing clocks? Well, yes, that's the most precious thing we have in the town. What else would they steal? Our lives? They might as well. The clocks are gone. This is very odd. No, it seems perfectly understandable. The clocks are gone, my halfling friend. What is the point of life anymore? Well, lots of things. You can see the passage of time in the trees. You don't even need a clock for that. There aren't any trees inside. He's telling the truth. There aren't any well, trees that's inside. That's a problem. That's your problem. What was your name again? I'm Tomlin. Tomlin. That is your problem, Tomlin. If there were trees, you'd be able to see how how time moves. You can see the rings inside them and how the ages make changes in them. You don't need a clock for that. Well, maybe, but these clocks have been passed down from generation to generation. It's all we have of our ancestors. And we were told as kids that whatever happens, the clocks must remain protected. I mean, that's why they built the wall, apparently. I mean, I, I don't know, but what do I know? My clock's gone. What happens when the clock is stolen? I don't know. You'd have to ask Chrono about that. Chrono? Bah! <laughs> I don't think he's feeling particularly talkative recently. Do you know what might make him feel more talkative? Home. We can take him home and see if he'll talk. Okay, we'll take him home and then we'll try and talk to Chrono. So we'll cut back to the three of you for a moment. Um, so around you, there's there's not a lot of buildings and a lot of people. Uh, perhaps the cliche building is the tavern that you see from the uh, tilted tankard. There's also a blacksmith store. There's the weird clock looking symbol for a store that you don't understand of. Um, and there's quite a number of other few stores like a archery, like a Fletcher's store, that sort of thing. Um, what do you guys do while this is happening with Coral far, far away? I say, Grima, Ada, this town is really killing my buzz. <laughs> yes, it's uh, quite curious though. I want to find out the meaning of all this. Time symbolism. There's so much sadness here. Oh, yes, look at you and your environment. Yeah. I, I want to find the, the source of all the sadness. Where do you think it is? Well, uh, how about this shop here with the symbol of time above it? Okay, let's check it out. All right. I'd like to enter the, the time shop. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Three times, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the door opens. I, I imagine you're opening yeah, the door. Yeah, I was... 
And inside you find a store. It's, it's much like any other store, except for the fact that it's full of clocks or pieces, me mechanical pieces, a lot of gears here and there. Uh, no one seems to be inside. And in fact, you can see like very easily, there's a lot of cobwebs around, a lot of dust on the desks, uh, a whole layer of dust. And that's all. Is it a dark room or is it well? It is. So it isn't lit at all. All right. I'm going to pop my light bulb. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, maybe you just like go to the desk and start clearing some dust and like just have a look, general look around. Yeah, yeah. Um, could is you... it one room? It is one room. Um, it has sections to it. Imagine essentially a store with like a table to serve customers and a lot of other shelves with a lot of, uh, it's like a rectangular kind of a store. Okay. Um, all the walls are lined with shelves and on these shelves are the clocks or mechanical pieces. Uh, there's a desk at a far corner, a rectangular desk again, and on this there's a few part pieces of parchment. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm interested in. I'm looking for like notes. If there's clearly no one here, I want to be like, maybe they. Would... Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine you go to the desk and look at these notes. Uh, could you roll me investigation as well, in addition to what I will tell you about yes, these notes? Yes, absolutely. Uh, 16. 16. Oh, the unkempt nature of this room betrays the outside's tidiness. <laughs> <laughs> um. You can tell from around. So first of all, the notes are there's there's a few pieces of parchment uh, that look like a ledger. Um, it's to do with fixing clocks, uh, money going back and forth between the store and uh, the individuals of the town. There's a whole list of names. Um, certain people are circled and their clocks seem to be, well, assuming that they came to fix their clocks, they seem to be more money given to them rather than taken from them, which is which is strange. Like, you wouldn't go to a store and get money from it. All right. Well, that makes sense. Are these yeah. circled names of importance? Should I... Uh, yeah, I can give you the names. Yeah. Who are these people? This town certainly prizes its clocks. Yeah. So there's three names in particular that are circled from this sheet of paper. One of them is Tomlin. Uh, the other one is Rodan, R-O-D-A-N. And the final one is Adeline, so A-D-E-L-Y-N-N. -N. Okay. That's what two So they names. were, like, given money? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, customers were given money? Yes, which is, again, like, quite odd. You can, you can tell, like, every name next to it, there's, like, a column with some sort of thing, like, fixing clock or, like, retuning clock and stuff like that. And there's a... Uh, and the third column, so name like description and then the third column is a cost um, and oftentimes it's a negative and then the price uh, however with these three names the middle column the one with the description is left blank and the third column has a plus instead hmm. curious you do look at this these uh, customers here were given money it seems so strange why would they be given money i don't know looks like a shop you buy clocks to me i've never been one much for maths <laughs> well, I quite like arithmetic myself, so, uh, <laughs> it's a nerdy, nerdy <laughs> 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 turtle. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose I've got these names here, Tomlin, Rodane, and Adelaine, so perhaps we can find these, uh, individuals. Okay, I guess, so. Um... Not more. <laughs> Not exactly, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, anything else of interest in here to use you? Hmm. Something that's striking me is very curious is that for a town who is so obsessed with clocks, the clock store seems to be well disrepute. Hmm. I don't get it. Why were they talking about people stealing their clocks when they've got all these clocks right here? Yes, you're right. Curious. Seems indeed. like they've got a lot. Perhaps there was a certain particular important clocks that were stolen, and they just like these knickknacks. I'm not quite sure. 
Oh well, uh, off off I go then. I don't. Goodbye. The other two are just inside. It's like wait, what? You're like, uh, uh, okay. Um, so we're gonna jump back to Coral again. So Coral, you're basically at the tower now. Um, and Tomlin places, re- doesn't really place, but pushes a sheep against the door and then turns around and starts walking away. Uh, um, are, should I follow you? Oh, um, well, yes, I, I imagine. I need to pay you back and perhaps ask for your help as adventurers. Uh, you don't have to accept it, but... but. Well, um, no, I mean, money's good, but weren't we going to talk to the to Chrono? Well, yes, but he's still a sheep, so I imagine giving him some time would be good. Okay, all right, yep, um, sure, what help did you need? Well, I was going to suggest that maybe because you caught Chrono, you could catch the thief as well. Oh, is there just one thief? Well, I don't know, but start with one? I mean, we only have money for one, but if we can capture one, maybe the other thieves will stop. If there are other thieves. All I know is my clock is gone. Okay, all right. I, I, I comfort and Tomlin. Don't don't cry again. We can. I'm sure we can find your thief. Um, let's go back to the others. I'm, it's not really my forte. Okay. And he 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 seems quite comforted, but he's still like at the verge of tears. Um, we're gonna fast forward a bit to when Tomlin and Coral join you guys. Um, so I imagine you just exited the clock store. Um, well, one of you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we're, we're following. Yeah, like, I, I okay. took the ledger with me and he's okay, yeah. exiting like, mm, holding his light up to it. Like, mm. <laughs> just like looking for the moonlight or yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you see from like from within the town, uh, Tomlin and Coral coming back towards you. Coral! Over here! <sighs> Hi, Prospero. Hello. Such enthusiasm, Coral. <laughs> it seems this town is rubbing off on you as well. Oh my god. How do you feel? Are you sad? I'm... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Did this gentleman here enlighten the situation at all to you? N- not really. The sheep is still a sheep. Um, but uh, there's an adventure for you guys. An adventure? An adventure, you say? Something we've been looking for for many a day. Okay, what is it? Well, I-, I was just hoping that you would be able to help us catch the thief or thieves. Sorry, I'm not sure I have enough time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. My friend jokes, of course. Suffice to say, his he just looks just crestfallen at this. Oh, does he? Just like... Oh, at that cream of... Oh, no, oh, I, did, I didn't you... mean it. Continue. No, you're right. None of us have time anymore, thanks to the clocks being stolen. <laughs> Wait, really? You You feel like you're actually running out of your own time well not literally but it's a figure of speech are they special clocks do they yes, give you they extra are very time? important to us you know, it's hard for me to tell if it's a figure of speech with you because you talk about time so strangely <laughs> i we get that a lot it's fine we're used to it travelers often avoid this town apparently it's too weird i don't think so i think when it's you say fine. you've gotten that a lot have you sent other adventurers to help you with this time matter Oh, I wish. Unfortunately, no adventure has come in so long. I can only imagine that this path hasn't been walked upon or something Uh, like that. Okay, well, how long have these thieves been operating? A month. A month. And how many clocks have they stolen? Eleven. Wait. Ten. (laughs) Wait. Eleven. Eleven clocks. 
Do you have some no ten? Sort of... Ten. It's definitely ten clocks. Do you have a record or something of the clocks that were stolen? No. I found a. a we found a shop of yours that had many clocks. Uh, are these clocks that were stolen more important than those? Oh yes, that's the clock shop. Yo, you liar! <laughs> and and who are these people? Uh, Tomlin, Rodane, and Adeline. Tomlin, that is me, and those are other people who've gotten their clocks stolen. Right, and on the ledger, payment ledger in the shop, uh, you were given money, it seems. Well, yes, we're given money by the Time Wizard to hold on and protect the clocks, but without them, our livelihood goes down the proverbial and drain. And the Time Wizard is that sheep. He owns that shop. Yes, he usually mans it, but... No wonder the shop's in such disrepair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> uh, n- no, nothing. Um, right. Okay, well, uh, what do you all think? Tomlin, let me get this straight. Your name is Tomlin, am I correct? Last I checked. All right, Tomlin. So let me get this straight. If we want to get answers around the importance of the clocks in this clock-themed town, the Time Wizard is the one to speak to. Yes, I, I can give you information about the town that I know, but the Time Wizard knows everything. He is the Time Wizard, after all. He is the Time Wizard. Currently in sheep form, let me ask you one more question. When was the last time these thieves were in town? A couple of days ago. It was around midnight, I believe, when we heard the screams. Oh, those screams. Tell me, what were they like? <laughs> well, painful. The clock had just been stolen. Okay, painful screams. Like like soul-destroying screams. Yes, you know what it feels like? Oh, I think so. Why do you look happy? <laughs> Before uh, he starts crying again at this <laughs> Karima's gonna jut in and say uh, so were the, were the people was anybody injured or was there any murders or was it just stolen clocks or, I mean not just stolen clocks was it stolen clocks thank you yes it's not just stolen clocks it's worse than murder it's stolen clocks well I don't know technically thieving is not as grievous a crime as stolen clocks are important here no it's punishable still... by death oh my god murder is only punishable by banishment that's a strange justice system, but okay, I'm on board. The clocks are important. I, I... Tomlin, how do we get Chrono to not be a sheep? Great question. Honestly, I he hasn't been a sheep before. This is the first time he's ever been a sheep. Great question, Coral. Karima, hmm. do you know anything of this sheep spell? Well, uh, I, I mean, I've heard of polymorph before when you turn something into something else, but, I mean, it's out of my ability, so, I mean, I... I'm good with animals, but I don't know what bar means from one bar, so... Coral, you're you're a nature lover, right? You, you could talk to the sheep. Oh, well, uh, it's not a tree. Um, I could t- try talking to the trees, and then maybe the trees could talk to the sheep. Okay, sure. Is that how it works? I... is it? Is it? <laughs> you could try. See how it goes. Okay, let's try doing that. Yeah, talk to the sheep via trees. <laughs> There's no trees in this town, though. Um, maybe we could bring the sheep to the trees? Okay. Let's do that. Good plan. Okay, let's do that. Sounds good to me. Get the sheep! All right. Can can I assume that this means you'll actually take care of the thieves? Or are you just going to steal a clock as well? Don't worry, we don't want want clocks. We, We don't need clocks. It sounds like stopping these thieves is... 
An adventure. Yes. An adventure is what we're looking for. Exactly. I just don't need a clock. <laughs> you will be handsomely rewarded, I promise you. Oh, great. Dolman, we will catch your thieves. But first, we must garner as much information about these thieves as we can in the clocks, this clock-themed town from the Chrono Wizard. Yes, that. But right now, will the sheep Chrono, will he follow us outside the town to some trees, or do we need to fashion some sort of leash for him? He's usually, well, I've only known him for, what, half an hour? What? He's, he's never been a sheep before. This town plagues my mind! This, this is the very first time I've ever seen him uh, okay. as a sheep. Uh, w where is he now? At the clock tower. Okay, let's go to the clock tower. Let's go. Thank you so much, adventurers. I will be at the bar drinking my soul out. In sorrow. Just remember okay. the sorrow. Don't drink it all before I get there. Again, it concerns me that you look happy at my sorrow. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, um, we will protect you, weakling. But <laughs> later sorry. I want to hear about your soul. <laughs> That's where I'm like, all right, Ada, let's carry on then. <laughs> like, as you're walking, you're like, did you call me a weakling? <laughs> and I'd lean on my shoulder and say, your guardsman did a great job. He stopped us from coming in. <laughs> This actually brings some light into his eyes, and he's like, he's a bit happier when he like walks towards um, the bar. So Coral knows the way to the clock tower, yes. Follow me, slowly. <laughs> Lead the way at a leisurely pace, Coral. Five hours later. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, the, the clock tower. Um, so yes, the clock tower itself, and I and I uh, avoided describing this before, but it is quite a momentously amazing uh, building. The main thing about this is, unlike the other buildings that are made of just normal stone, this one seems to be made of some smooth stone, almost like flagstone, if it wasn't for the fact that it's a tower that's like over 100, 200 feet tall. Um, that would be around... 60 meters or more-ish. There's a door, the door that you left the pink sheep at. Uh, by the way, the pink sheep is no longer at the door, but <laughs> the door remains there. Uh, there's, it's, it's slightly open, ajar, and the door itself is quite an amazingly carved door. So there's a lot of intricate designs and carvings of the door, um, a lot of gears and clock faces and that sort of thing. It's, it's almost like, if you didn't know better, it's almost like a mechanical device in and of itself and not made of the wood that it is. Um, the handle itself is also like shaped into a gear. So uh, yes, that is the door and that is the, the clock tower. Boy, they really chose a theme and ran with it. Hmm, yes, it seems this is indeed the Tower of Dime. Well, you know, can't blame him for artistic consistency. Yes, it's... I can't really believe that there's possibly a time wizard in my midst. It's sort of legends, really. Yeah. A anyway, where's the sheep? Uh, it, it, it was right here. I walk in the door, raise my arm above my head, and bring it down into a fist and go, Chrono! <laughs> <laughs> um, from inside, you hear it. Uh, Chrono, we wish to speak with you. Um, about the thieves? Uh, there's, there's no response. Um, here, Chrono, Chrono. <laughs> I'm gonna say no response again. <laughs> we could give you grass? Um, you do hear, like, an occasional bar, but nothing more. Maybe we should venture further into the tower. All right, then. And... Okay. 
Grimmer, like, like just watching us like nervously walking <laughs> Um, so the room inside, and it's only at this point that you realize how large the tower is, because yes, you can see it from outside, but it doesn't really uh, hit you until you go inside and you realize you're in a huge circular room filled with these all sorts of mechanical devices hanging from the roof, um, on the walls, um, and honestly, there's a lot of shelves as well filled with books, a lot of books. And perhaps most importantly, or at least most uniquely, the floor itself is covered with like a lot of paper. So much so that you can barely tell that there's it's a wooden floor because it's just covered, the whole the whole thing's covered in paper. And in the middle of this circular room is the pink sheep um, who seems to be chewing on some of the paper. Wow. Now this is the home of a true artist. Also, I should mention to the far side from where you are, there's a spiral staircase. Well, it certainly looks like someone's been busy here at work. Can I cast Detect Magic on the pink sheep? Yes. Ooh. I do that. Nice. Um, the pink sheep glows quite brightly. Now it's glowing pink. So it's it's almost like a neon pink, like like one of those uh, nightclub uh, like neon signs, except it's a sheep and it's eating the paper in the Just middle. Just imagining it like flashing on it. <laughs> <laughs> also glowing is a lot of the mechanical devices around you. Okay, so this is definitely the home of a wizard, and this is definitely a magical sheep. Hmm. How on earth do we untransmogrify this time wizard? Ah, oh, yes, now let me have a look through my spell <laughs> now. <laughs> so you can tell that it is a transmutation spell that is on the wizard, at least. Cool. Um, the spells around, on the other hand, there's, there's a couple of schools. There's abjuration, uh, transmutation, there's divination as well, um, but nothing much more. Okay. Yeah, I, I tell you all of that. Ah, very interesting. Well, if he's transmutation, I believe that would be a polymorph of some sort, some sort of shape-shifting spell, so perhaps he could actually be a person, and these people aren't mad. Uh, what about this divination aura? Oh, actually, I don't see that, so. mm. but you tell me? Yeah, yeah. All right. What what was the divination thing? Um. So hanging off from the wall is essentially just a single clock face. It isn't connected to anything. It doesn't uh, have anything behind or in front of it. It's just a single thin slice of a clock, almost like uh, with no hands either. And that that's divination. Well, uh, I feel everyone's eyes staring at me, the wizard, to solve this <laughs> case. <laughs> Performance anxiety. Uh, let me just run through my notes here. Uh, you seem kind of like studying through. Um, is the, the clock face that I saw, that she told me about, is that what I saw in my sphere earlier? Uh, no, no, it's it's a different sort of clock face, okay. I suppose, yeah. Is it, so is it hanging from the ceiling or something? It is just hanging from the ceiling. Is it within reach? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. You, oh, how tall are you? I'm like five foot. You eight. could reach it if you jump. Um, okay. If you can jump. Uh, maybe I'll actually, I don't think I picked it. I don't think I picked Mage Hand. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you managed to pull it down. At, at the small string that's holding it up snaps, and then you have a what looks like a essentially just a clock face. Um, it doesn't have hands. There's a uh, hole in the middle for where the clock hands would have been. Um, that's all. Okay. And, uh, all right. While while Aunt Karima does this, I'm going to walk over to the sheep, yep. like gingerly with my hands extended as if to say, I mean you no harm. It's not even looking at you. Okay, good. This makes it even better. And I walk it over to it and go, my holy friend, are you a time wizard or no? Bar once if you understand me. No, bar twice if you understand me. 
bar once. Bar twice for yes. Bar once for no. Are you a time wizard? There's there's a pause and then the sheep goes bah! What were the rules that I just said? <laughs> <laughs> Was once yes or... Wait, that's actually quite a good idea, Prospero. Uh, yes. sheep, um bar three times if you are indeed a time wizard. Bah. He's not a time wizard. Well, he might be. Bah. He might have just lost. Oh, wait. What was two? Bah. Oh, three. So he is a time wizard. Wait, I need to try one more time. Sheep, bar three times consecutively, so it's not confusing <laughs> if you are a time wizard. <laughs> this time the sheep keeps on. Um, actually, could you roll me? Uh, what should I make you roll? I, so what are you trying to do with this? Like, are you trying to communicate with the animal or are you trying to persuade the animal? Like, uh, like... Yeah, I'm trying to communicate. Probably... Okay, could you roll me animal handling, please? Yeah, cool. I will also give you advantage because Prestara oh, okay. is doing the same thing. Got it. Cool. Cool, 17, and then, uh, ooh, plus 6, okay, uh, 17 plus 6, 23. Okay, wow, nice. that's, a, that's a very good roll. Um, the sheep stops chewing and then looks at you and says, Okay, this is getting old. Wait, what? Oh, my. What? You could speak this whole time? Well, I just didn't want to speak. Speak. <laughs> Uh, seems we have a prankster in our midst. Okay, can you turn yourself back into a human? Not while you're watching. Why, are you naked or something? There's a silence. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I look around, I look around the tower to see if there's any sort of thing to cover him in. Yeah. Like a sheet or like a robe. Or Are there wizard's something. robes around? Just to put drape over him so he can he can change <laughs> confidently. Uh, so there is like a large sheet. Okay. I grab that and I throw it over the sheet. Yes. And you can hear from beneath the sheet. Thank you. <laughs> Have you turned around yet? Oh, yes. Oh, right. Uh, right uh, right. Of course. Yeah. Have you actually turned okay. around? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah, I turned around. Um, so you hear some shuffling and some coughing, and then you hear the voice, Hello, people. Who is the mysterious Chrono? And will he have the answers the group seek? Listen to the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel to find out. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. It helps us a lot and means we can be found by others as well. You can find us on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, on Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast, and on Instagram at DFYT underscore podcast. Yes, they're the same. Or for some old school jazz, you can email us at DFYTpodcast at gmail.com. That's DFYTpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week, and until then, keep your towels at the ready.